Welcome to the How to Find Joy podcast. If you are currently feeling unhappy, overwhelmed, stuck in a rut, or simply need a boost of hope, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, June Supunpuk, also known as Joy Guy June, and I'm here to give you honest conversations on how to find joy through this messy thing called life. My intention is to share practical tips on how to get back on the path towards joy, show you examples of what that could look like for you, and help you feel more inspired and connected to your own definition of success, power, and true happiness. If you're ready to learn what's possible, the How to Find Joy podcast is here for you. So let's get this party started. Woohoo! Happy, happy Monday, everybody. Happy, happy Monday. Yes. <laughs> well, before we begin this episode today, I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who came to the Wealthy Women's Summit last weekend and the retreat and because I just had such an amazing time being in the energy of a room full of people and just being able to share in the joy of the togetherness. And, you know, I really loved speaking about igniting joy, pleasure, and magic and talking about that trifecta of power. And I got such wonderful compliments and good feedback and lots of hugs and tears from people saying that they had such a transformative and amazing time. I feel so grateful to be able to share the space with other humans who are ready to transform and to grow together. So be on the lookout. I feel like there's going to be way more in-person stuff for Joy Guy June in 2024. So I just wanted to put that out there in case you wanted to clear your calendar for next year so that I can hug you in person. Um, with that though, I now want to do a turbulent landing into the topic of today, which is about painful endings. And you know, if you are currently going through a painful ending, whether it's a breakup or a job loss, a death in the family, or a relocation, maybe loss of identity, or the series finale of your favorite TV series. I am still not over the end of Ted Lasso. Who's with me? I want that to come back. Please. Oh my gosh. Um, in any case, there is literally nothing like the not so grand finale of something. And out of all of the experiences that block joy, I personally struggle with painful endings the most and also unsurprisingly, it's my favorite thing to help support my clients through in their lives because I get it. I usually resonate with every gut-wrenching feeling, every tear that is shed, every gripping heartache, and I'm just so passionate about helping people through it because I don't want anyone to feel alone during those transitions as I have felt in the past. It sucks. It blows. I do not recommend zero stars on TripAdvisor. Like, I do not want that for anyone. And I want to remind you that we don't have to tough it out by ourselves. So with that, I wanted to share today, you know, five tips for finding joy through painful endings that have helped me through the years, you know, that other people have told me and now I have shared with my clients. And, you know, this is something that if you're feeling really down and depressed and you just don't even know where to begin, I hope that this gives you a little jump start in the right direction. So number one, feel your feelings. 
Yes, I, on the How to Find Joy podcast, say this time and time and time again, and I mean it. I really, really mean it. As someone who has repressed their feelings for years, decades, oh my gosh, before I learned that it was actually safe to feel my feelings, I, I just, I can't emphasize enough how important it is, especially during painful in- endings, to feel your feelings. It is very easy for some of us to go into straight up denial or, I don't know, repress or compartmentalization and that just makes things worse so much worse and I feel like you feel wrong for feeling your feelings so yeah I want you to feel your feelings because grief takes as long as it's gonna take grief is a wily ass thing because it comes in waves and it's quite unpredictable and I don't want anyone to make you feel weird about taking it so hard Because painful endings, it's like something that if someone hasn't been through it, they don't get it and they don't need to. And I get really heated about this because your pain is your pain and there's no right or wrong way to feel. There's also no timeline for you to feel better. And I, maybe it's, I get heated because I've had some people comment to me before that, hey, June, it's been X amount of weeks, months, years, whatever. Shouldn't you be over it by now? And I'm like, what? I mean, it made me so frustrated to hear that because first off, I thought there was something wrong with me because what if they're right? What if I should be over it by now and I'm not? And secondly, it made me pissed because grief, I realized, doesn't have some sort of expiration date. So screw you, you insensitive person without a heart. (laughs) Like, I was very angry back in the day. And now, though, I I feel my feelings. You know, I think a lot of my frustration and my anger in the past was because those were the only acceptable feelings that I thought that I could feel. Like it was weak or silly or stupid to like be sad about something or to like linger in the darkness for too long. And I really was living by that tough it up, suck it up, don't feel. And now I, I realize that it's, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. I can, I'm allowed to feel whatever the freak I feel. And if it takes me a year and a half or more to mourn something, that's okay. Also, I want to remind you, because I've also done this version of feeling my feelings. I went from like, oh, don't feel anything to, oh my God, I feel so much. I feel everything. And then I don't know if I'm ever going to stop. And I would just sit there and wallow. And it felt good. Oh my gosh, it felt really good to just sit in the pit of despair. And I don't know what that is. I think um, Eckhart Tolle has kind of described it. I remember in one of his books talking about the pain body and how some of us like really, once we're in the pain body, we're like, ooh, this this like pain skin suit feels so good. I don't know if it's sadistic or masochistic or what it is, but I don't know. I would not recommend that either. So allow yourself to feel your feelings and, you know, give yourself the time to do that and also recognize that you don't have to wallow in it. And maybe if you wallow a little too long, it could be a little dangerous because, it becomes this habit that then you don't realize that, wait a second, joy is still an option here. Joy and grief are allowed to coexist. They are a thousand percent allowed to exist at the same time. And that's like my greatest mission as a joy guide to remind everybody is that that is a fundamental truth that I believe that joy and grief are part of polarity of living. 
and that we can and are allowed to experience those at the same time. You know, and I just want to remind you that you can, you're allowed to let the joyful moments in too. Sometimes we feel that when there's a painful ending, if we invite joy and happiness in, that we feel guilty for it. So, you know, again, if the guilt comes, if the joy comes, if the pain comes, if the grief comes, like whatever it is that you're feeling, just try not to judge it. That's really, really what I hope for you is that if you feel your feelings, just do not judge yourself for doing that. All of the feelings are like clouds passing in the sky and they're all temporary. So soak in every single feeling and also let them go. Okay, number two, when the grief is too much, focus on the present moment. Take it day by day. Have you eaten? Have you showered? What are the things that you need to get done today? I mean, during painful endings, we usually want to reminisce on the past. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good back when. Or, oh, I remember that I used to feel happy. Um, we just do this thing where our brains, especially if we're a little bit more wired to be unhappy, painful endings really make us reminisce on the past or we end up daydreaming on what could have happened in the future. And that is perfectly natural and perfectly normal. And this back and forth between past and future can actually drain us, honestly, from our energy. And it could make the grief even worse. So I really just want to remind you that you've been through hard endings before. Um, if you are human, your life probably isn't perfect. You've probably had a painful ending before this one. And you not only survived, but in some cases you may have even thrived. So again, when the grief is too much, focus on the present moment. At the end of the day, you really want to take care of yourself during painful endings. I know it's sometimes the last thing you want to do. Like you don't want to eat. You don't want to get out of bed. You just want to sit there and, and fine. Like if you want to do that, that's, that's totally okay. I have been there. I have done that. But also there is still a life to be led today. So what can you do today to at least just like get out and feel what the present moment feels like? I remember this one technique I used to do um, when I got really caught up in the past and future loop. I would go outside and, you know, in my tearful state, I would just sit there on my deck or wherever the outside is for you or on the grass. And I would just close my eyes and, you know, I was taught a technique to just name the senses. Okay, what do I see right now? I see birds. I see blue jays specifically, or I see a hummingbird. I see a tree. I see the road, I see my hand, like whatever it is, you want to just like name it so that you can start really just getting present with your body. Then what do I um, hear? I hear uh, the wind blowing gently. I hear the creek nearby. I hear a car zooming past. <laughs> I hear my cat meowing, you know, whatever it might be. Then it's like, I taste, I taste Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, go through your five senses and you get it. Just go through and name it. Name a couple of things and it really does help to get you out of your head and back into your body. Being here is okay. Number three, 
every ending is also a new beginning. This is one of the tips that I have the hardest time with <laughs> personally. Again, like I, as a joy guide, I struggle with all of these things. So you are, you are not alone. I am here, right here with you. It can be hard to think of new beginnings, but the way that I have kind of now started feeling better about doing is creating a list. So I do a list of things to look forward to. I talk about future possibilities. I get into conversations with my husband or people that I love about what is there to look forward to? What are future things that I could be doing in this next phase of my life? And I remind myself that this is actually a fresh start as much as it is of a painful ending for a chapter of my life or a version of my identity or myself. It's also the beginning of something or someone or a version of me that I haven't met yet. And that's actually quite exciting, especially if you realize that you've been in a rut or wait a second, this harsh, painful ending has made me realize I've been living half alive this whole time. And now I actually can start again and I see the world differently. This is a time for new beginnings in a way that you may not have even realized was a blessing. I know for me, it has really helped to remind myself that I am also starting something. And maybe it's the Aries in me that loves fresh starts, <laughs> but that's something that can be really exciting if you stop thinking of it as an ending and start thinking of it as a wonderful new beginning. Okay, number four, choose acceptance as much as you can because resistance elongates the pain. So why does resistance exist even? Well, first off, I realize it's because you don't want to let go oftentimes. And, and sometimes painful endings come at a version of it where you didn't even have the option. It just happened to you. And acceptance means, in a lot of ways, means choosing the path of uncertainty. So why would I do that? Like, why would, why would you do that? It makes so much sense why we resist. And because I'm so amazingly stubborn at times, I realize I just sit in the discomfort, in the resistance for so much longer. And also denial only works for so long. So if you can uh, choose acceptance, I mean, I know logically to do that too. And I still struggle with it. I'm like, okay, June, choose acceptance. Again, choosing acceptance can look differently for everyone. I want it to be the simplest thing that you could possibly do. And it could just be a sentence where you say, I accept blank, which means the circumstance that you're in or the version of you that you are now or that other person is no longer going to be in your life. Whatever it is, like being able to name it, to write it down or to say it out loud, it makes a difference. It really does. I know it sounds like, mm, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical of that. I don't know what voice is that. Um, but I really, I really do want to encourage you that acceptance doesn't have to be this like huge, amazing thing, life-changing thing. It can really just be as simple as I am going to write it down and this is all I can really do. And also I want to remind people that if you choose acceptance, it doesn't mean that you've given up, that you've failed or that you love that person, place or thing any less. It's kind of like when they say forgiveness isn't really for the other person. I mean, it is, but it kind of isn't because it's for you so that you can have peace and move on. So choose acceptance for you and for the joy that you will be inviting in because of it. Okay. And last but not least, number five, 
get support. Please get support. Allow yourself to get a therapist, a support group, a joy guide, or someone who can just hold space for you and let you express yourself without being judged. I know in all of my painful endings, the times that I actually sought out support made me heal faster. It's just It's just the damn truth. I mean, I can't emphasize it enough, the importance of community for us humans. We need it. The benefits we receive from it are just priceless. And at this point in my life and my time as a joy guide, I've supported people through cancer, job loss, divorce, death. I mean, all kinds of really painful transitions. And every time they've said that it felt so good to not have to be alone. And they've said that it's it felt so good to be able to express every thought or feeling without judgment and that it helped them lift their emotional, physical, and spiritual burdens. Areas of their life that they didn't even know they needed uplifting and they have someone there to guide them through letting go has kind of like allowed them to move forward with greater speed and more importantly, move forward with great alignment to the person that they are now because with the painful endings, again, you become a different new person. So all these are the kinds of gifts that I've also received myself from my support groups and my guides. So I personally know that it works. And I, again, highly, highly encourage everyone to seek support and you're not weak for asking for help. That is one of the most courageous and strong and powerful and empowering things that you could ever do for yourself and for your future. So if you are someone who is struggling right now through a painful ending, I just hope these tips help you get back on a more hopeful track. I know this time for you may not be easy, and I just want you to know that it's okay to not be okay, but also you can fight for your joy. Do not give up on your amazing future. You have a beautiful life ahead of you. And of course, if you need any extra boost of joy during this time, I'm here if you need me. As always, if you found the How to Find Joy podcast helpful, please be sure to share with your loved ones or leave a review. And if you're looking for more information about each episode, our guests, or any resources we mentioned, you can easily find them all below in the show notes. If you'd like more content, you can follow me at JoyGuyJune on Instagram, TikTok, and in the near future, YouTube. And if you're ready to tap into your magical gifts and start living your highest potential, you can also do one-on-one private coaching with me. Learn more about my Joy Guidance program on my website at www.joyguidejune.com. See you next Monday.